Good news. My new book is finally here. It's called Handbook for the Heartbroken, A Woman's Path from Devastation to Rebirth, and you can order it now wherever books are sold. I wrote this book after the five-year span between 2016 and 2020 when I experienced serial heartbreaks that rocked literally every area of my life, my health, relationships, money, career, social status, and even my very sense of self. And along the way, I really got to experience firsthand how dysfunctional our culture's relationship is to loss. I saw how we live in a heartbreak illiterate world that's obsessed with success and shackled with isolation and ignorant of how valuable our suffering can be for our growth and our evolution, not only as individuals, but also as a collective. So this book expands the conversation around loss beyond just breakups and bereavement, although we definitely cover those two, in order to include falls from grace of all kinds, personal, professional, and collective. So whether you're experiencing hardship now or know you have past hurts that are holding you back in certain ways and still need healing, this book is here to support you. It's also a great book to gift to clients, family members, friends, just other women in your world who are going through a challenging time. It will show you that it's only through fully turning toward your heartbreak with support, courage, and compassion that you can heal. So within the loving pages of this book, you will have full permission to fall apart and slowly, organically find your way back to greater wholeness. I'm truly excited to share this with you. It was not a joy to live this journey, but it really was a joy to write it. And you can find it again wherever books are sold and the audio version of the book is available as well. If you would like some gifts to accompany you on your heartbreak journey, you can get those at handbookfortheheartbroken.com. Those are free. Whenever you order books, you can just send in your invoice or your receipt and we'll send you those accompanying gifts. Enjoy. Hello, wise, beautiful, strong women. Welcome to She Talks, a space to remember and be nourished by the wisdom of the sacred feminine. I'm Sarah Von Stover, best-selling author, spiritual guide, and contemporary mystic. And I'm really happy to be here with you after what has felt to me like a long hiatus over the northern summer here in the United States. And since I last connected with you some months ago, I've been through a a big life transition that was unexpected, but feels very right in that I moved from Santa Barbara, California, where I lived for a couple of years back to Boulder, Colorado. And I'm settling into my new home here adjusting to life once more at 5,000 miles above sea level and just getting ready for this transition into autumn. And I was packing up and leaving the West Coast literally in the, the first days and week that the fires started burning there. Uh, I send my heartfelt support and just deep care for all who are impacted by the smoke, the fires, the hurricanes, 
the racial injustice, the pandemic, and all the various forms of suffering that so many of us are experiencing on the planet right now. Uh, To say it's a lot is, I know it's a big understatement. So my heart goes out to everyone and we'll just keep, keep being here for each other and keep putting one foot in front of the other. So with that, you know, me putting one foot in front of the other is showing up here today. And with the fall equinox just a couple of days away, I'm preparing to settle into a season of sharing more with you here on the podcast in the months ahead as we potentially move into rockier and rockier terrain in the world and especially here in in the U.S. for those of us who are here. Uh, True to the season of autumn, which is really about pruning and harvesting and clarifying I am also doing some some big revamping over here, which has been many years in the making. And this includes taking down my old website, thewayofthehappywoman.com. And this particular iteration of the website I launched exactly five years ago, right before my second book, The Book of She, came out. And those of you who have been following my journey, you know that my whole life has really changed uh, in those five years. And... As a result of that, I've really become a different person in a number of ways. So I'm glad to be taking the website down and to just be having a fresh start on the digital front. And with that, I'm also going to be removing all of the online courses that I have created in the past. And I'm having a 50% off clearance sale of all of these online programs. They're all instant downloads now. And some example of these are my women's yoga kit, my women's meditation kit, healing from a heartbreak, which is all about just healing and going through the sacred journey of grief, reversing our curse, looking at the spiritual, um, psychological, and physical cycles that we go through as women, and the the women's circle startup kit which is an oldie but goodie. I think that's the first one that I did out of all of those. And that's really about just starting up your own women's circle. So those are just some examples. There's more There's more on, in the online store. And if you do not have any of those programs and you would like them before they are gone forever, and if you want to have 50% off, please go to thewayofthehappywoman.com forward slash store thewayofthehappywoman.com forward slash store. Last time, thewayofthehappywoman.com forward slash store. And now for today's She Talk. This talk was recorded very recently, just a couple of weeks ago, on the second morning of a online weekend retreat that I taught with Shambhala Mountain Center. And it was entitled, Creating a Beautiful Life in Hard Times. And in this particular talk, which is very topical for this moment in time, I address the great need for us to cultivate resourcefulness and patience and tenacity and cunningness 
as qualities to engage with in our daily lives, to engage with these, these challenges that just keep coming and are very likely to, to keep coming and, and possibly even to intensify. So it's a real call for us to keep looking for ways to create beauty out of suffering, to create beauty out of limitation, which is really a feminine act. So if you're feeling boxed down, restricted, scared, and who isn't feeling any of these things right now to some degree or another, I hope that this talk gives you at least a glimmer of inspiration. So enjoy and thank you for being here and much love and many blessings to you. I want to speak a little bit to an important piece of the creative process, especially right now. And, um, you know, there's a particular, there's a particular dimension of wisdom that is around resourcefulness and cunning, being cunning, cunningness. And, you know, I think about like during the early days of the pandemic, or during like the first few months when really none of us knew what, I mean, we still don't know what's happening, but it's like the first few months I think were especially disorienting. And, you know, I would go for as long as I could without going to the grocery store. And I started getting really creative of like seeing what, what things last the longest. I ended up starting to eat cabbage and now I like, I love cabbage and just learning to make like salads with cabbage and steaming cabbage and um, just using things up that were in my cupboard. And I know I'm not alone with it in this. And there, there's really something beautiful and creative about using what you have and just seeing what's available and making something beautiful out of what is available. And that is, I feel, also what life is calling us to do right now, is to, whatever our circumstances are, just to look at, okay, what's in the refrigerator? What's in the cabinets? What's in the pantry? What's available? What's in the garden? Uh, what can I trade with my neighbor or my friend? What's available? And just really sitting with that and seeing what, what can I create from what is here? And tremendous creativity comes out of, of limitation. You know, one of, one of my, one of my uh, role models, one of my muses is Frida Kahlo. And still for many years, one of my very favorite movies is Frida and how she, she lived a very challenging life in a lot of pain and um, a beautiful but also challenging marriage and had some miscarriages. And she created so much beauty from that. You know, she's so iconic now. And she's an icon because she, 
transcended her limitation through art, through creativity, through sharing her beauty, also in just how she presented herself in the world. And just not, not just her art is iconic, but her whole, her whole presentation, you know, her hair parted down the middle and her braids and her big earrings and her red lips and her um, uh, colorful Mexican textiles and dresses. And she's one example of creating beauty from, from limitation. And I know we have all had experiences in our lives where you might experience closed doors or a series of closed doors. And it's, it's like this feeling of walking down a hallway and knocking on the door and you know, using the keys that you have and trying to jiggle the key in the lock and trying to open it up, but just doors are not opening or doors are just closing in your face. And it takes a real resourcefulness, a real tenacity to keep looking for the open doors. And this is what, this is what separates the, the good from the great, from uh, you know, the, the novices from the masters. Is th the difference is that to become a master, you don't give up. You are incredibly tenacious. Doesn't matter how many doors are slammed in your face. It doesn't know, matter how many doors are closed to you. You keep going. No matter how you feel, you keep putting one foot in front of the other and you keep being resourceful and creative and looking for the open door. There's always going to be an open door or an open window or a crack in a door. And it also requires the patience, patience to wait for that open door, patience to keep looking for the open door, patience to keep exploring your options, what's available, what's in the cupboard, what can I do with what I have, with where I am right now in this season of my life. You know, um, managing finances is also creative. And especially, you know, when there's limitations on finances, budgeting can be creative to see like, okay, this is how much I have. And these are the things that I want to do. And how, how can I do that with what I have? What's available to me? And again, it might require patience, like, okay, saving X amount over X amount of time to buy that certain thing or to get out of debt, or whatever it, it is. But really, being patient, being tenacious, being creative, looking in places where maybe others are not looking, and playing for the long view. Now, I'm an optimist, uh, but I'm also a realist. So I believe that the light always wins. I believe that love always wins because that's all there is ultimately. And I also believe that there's a lot of other things happening right now. There's a lot of, a lot of larger forces at play that we cannot even begin to comprehend. 
And I think it's realistic to assume that we're in for maybe 50, 100 years of challenging times. Doesn't mean there's not going to be wins. Doesn't mean there's not going to be advances, improvements. But some of the things that have gone down here on this planet for many generations are really coming to bear right now. One of the big, big things being our climate. And that didn't happen overnight and it's not going to get, it's not going to get resolved overnight. But to really recognize that we're, we're settling into um, some variation of hard for the rest of our lives and that's just kind of how it is. It's not something that's going to end. At, you know, I hear people talking about like, when is 2020 going to be over? And it's like, it's not, it's not when the calendar changes from December 31st to January 1st that there's going to be, you know, that things are going to be better. And yes, there's different things that might be happening with astrology. And Yes, certain, certain circumstances might be getting better. And yes, things might be, get worse before they get better. Um, but there's a real reconstruction that's needing and wanting to happen right now on the planet. And it's going gonna, it's gonna, to, you know, I'm, I'm anticipating that's really going to be happening for the rest of my, my lifetime, however long that is. So knowing that... Knowing that it's maybe changing how we relate to, to life and to the projects that we take on. And again, remembering our ancestors, that our ancestors had this cunning. They had this resourcefulness. They had this creativity, this tenacity, this patience, this ability to take the long view. Uh, that's why we're here. You know, because they, they survived hard times and they laid down certain tracks that then we, we are now walking on. And there's a way now in modern life, you know, just like a building is constructed in a week, you know, th things are just done so quickly, but oftentimes very low quality, very different from the architecture of the past. And which is much more beautiful, much more sturdy, lasts for centuries. And we need to kind of go back to that way of, of building things and, and seeing things, of seeing like we're not just making this to get a quick fix. We're not just making this to turn a profit as quickly as possible, but we're making what we're making now, we're making for generations to come. So in that way, it's like we're bowing to our ancestors. We're thanking our ancestors. Like, thank you for creating the ground on which I stand. And I'm going to do the same for those who come after me. So as you're listening into your guidance about your next steps, um, there's a way that you can get excited about limitation. You know, I, I know that I do. Like, I get... Um, it feels rewarding when you can make something beautiful out of something that at first looks like shit. You know, if life, if life hands you something and you're like, what the hell is like, what is happening? This is not at all what I envisioned to, to be happening with my life. 
But if you if you drop into that deeper place and say like, okay, what's my next step? What do I do with this? There's an alchemy that happens. There's a magic that happens. And uh, you can really transform that into tremendous beauty. And I know, I think it was Lynette who mentioned the, the metaphor of the mud and, and the lotus. It's, it's, it's that creating that in our lives. It's the lotus out of whatever mud is present. So find, find those qualities in you. You know, whatever qualities inspire you and other people, they live in you too. And look to the people um, from the past or in the present who, who inspire you, who are embodying these and pray and practice to cultivate those in your everyday life because that's what's really needed on the planet at this time. A lot of strength and a lot of creativity and a lot of this medicine of beauty, this, this feminine balm of beauty that has been trampled on, that has been lost. And we, we, we live in, generally speaking, a world where it's, um, it's just not prioritized to accentuate beauty. And in a lot of cases, it's not safe to do that. But it, it really is what feeds the soul and what will revive our own souls and what will revive the soul of this planet, of this world. Mm-hmm. 